Good day to you all. This is Josh Hodge from Magnify Him Together. We're on episode number three of Remember Now, Thy Creator Podcasts. Have you ever considered that before light was created, darkness already existed? Maybe that seems pretty obvious from a natural standpoint, because before light is turned on, there's no light. Thus, you've got darkness. But it didn't have to be that way, did it? It didn't have to say in Genesis 1 verse 2 that darkness was on the face of the deep to set the scene for day number one of creation where God would create light. And yet our Creator chose to write Scripture that way for a very important reason. On another podcast, it was actually the last one, number two, we talked about how God is light. And we referred to a verse in Corinthians that told us how God commanded the light to shine out of darkness. Think about that. For light to shine out of darkness, darkness had to already exist. What's the point, though? Why does that matter? Well, spiritually, if light is God, then darkness must be anything and everything that is not God. Something without God. In other words, if there aren't God-like qualities, if there isn't anything that derives their characteristics from something other than God. But we also learn more than that. We learn that darkness comes first. It exists naturally. You know, you don't have to turn on a darkness switch like you do a light switch. Darkness already exists. Darkness is what you have in the absence of light. Peter quotes a passage which were the words of God to his people, the children of Israel who had come out of Egypt. And, and Peter, quoting this passage, says in 1 Peter 2 verse 9, You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. Now, there's, there's a lot that we could unpack there, but it's this next part that I think is of particular interest to us in, in relation to darkness, because Peter goes on to say, he says, that ye should show forth the praises of him, that's God, who, who's called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So we can learn that Peter's actually saying, the children of Israel were called out of darkness. Egypt was darkness, he's saying, and, and the people, God's people, were called out of Egypt. And, and Peter's relating that, that very same principle to the believers, to the ecclesias, to the faithful in the first century. So the world at that time Peter is saying is darkness. And that's relevant to us today too, isn't it? And that's what was natural, right? Peter said, God called them out of darkness. Darkness was already there. 
they had to come to the light. There was something required. There, there was energy needed. Light wasn't their default position. And in this passage, we also learn that there was a responsibility as a result to coming to that light to show forth the praises of God. Right? Peter had said, you are this chosen generation. You've come out of darkness into light. Thus, you should show forth the praises of God. And today, we live in spiritual Egypt, a world which is destitute of spiritual qualities. The default position for humans is one of darkness, right? A baby that is born, its default position is darkness. It's it's completely ignorant. It doesn't know anything about God. And if it's not taught God, it remains in a position of darkness. And so this world is full of darkness, a thick, heavy darkness. It's so dark, it's like you can feel it. Now, it seems rare today that we're ever in darkness that's so thick that you can feel it. Have you ever, have you ever been in darkness like that? It's, it's, it's almost heavy, it's so thick. It's because there's so many man-made light sources, little things shining in our house or or all of the, the street lights. And it means we don't experience that really thick darkness. But it is, it's that darkness that existed before light was created. That darkness, before we turn on a light to a switch, the darkness that we feel in the middle of the night, that's the same spiritual darkness that exists in the world today. I, I'm trying to think about an experience that I had where I felt that heavy darkness. And the time that comes to my mind, I went to, to South Africa. Um, my uncle was getting married there, so I went to the wedding. And afterwards, we spent two weeks in Africa, kind of touring the place, visiting some wildlife parks. We also visited these caves. And I remember, you know, we paid for the ticket and then this guide took us into a cave and, and he opened the door and there's just a wall of darkness. Now it wasn't actually pitch dark because as we went down these stairs that were carved into the side of the cave, there was this very small light, at least it appeared like a small light at the top of the cave. And it was actually this huge amphitheater-like cave. Now it was very dark, but because of that one small light, when we were down kind of in the bottom of the amphitheater and your eyes adjusted, you could see the large majority of the cave and you could see the, the stalagmites and the stalactites and it felt like you were been swallowed by the earth. But darkness was an e- even more of a reality when the tour guide took us around kind of the outskirts of, of the cave walls. And we came to this other opening within this cave. And it was basically a cave within the cave. And the hole was just big enough where, you know, a large person could crawl, wiggle, wiggle their way through. And he said you could 
you know, pay additional and you could have a guide that would actually take you through this very small tunnel cave. And he shone his light down the cave and you could see the beam and the beam just came to an end. It was like the, the darkness just choked out the light. And it was terrifying. There was no way I was going to be doing that. Um, but it, it's really stuck with me how powerful that darkness was, how thick that darkness was. The flashlight could only penetrate it so far. And in Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 8, Paul says to this ecclesia, he says, you were sometimes darkness. He says, you Ephesians were darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. And so Paul actually said, you were darkness. You embodied everything that darkness was. You lived in sin and ignorance of who God was. But they had come to the truth. They had come to the, to the light. God had shone that light into their hearts to give the knowledge of the truth. So what's the lesson? Well, there isn't natural goodness in man. Naturally, man is full of darkness, evil, sin. They're full of ignorance of who God is and what God's thinking is. So everything around us, we should always remember its default position is one of darkness. And if that's true, shouldn't it make us ever so careful wherever we go? You know, the internet, for example, is a place of darkness with very, very few spiritual light sources. Literature, its default is darkness. The education system, it's not based upon God's word. It, its default, too, is, is one of darkness. And the list goes on and on. Now, we can't avoid being surrounded by darkness all of the time, and, and we certainly can't remove ourselves from this world altogether. But we can choose to be very, very careful we can also choose to be together with other light sources. That's going to help us and encourage us and make sure that we're heading the right direction. So hopefully, next time we experience darkness, the, the natural darkness, which is no doubt probably pretty often, we should be reminded of darkness or sin, or the evil that is the default position of this world. But hopefully it will also make us think of the contrast to darkness and help us remember now that great light source, even God, who is our creator. Mm -hmm.